The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Topics. That's the mellifluous tone of our streamer. That's pretty good, Mr. Larry. <laughs> uh, it was an AI voice, by the way. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. So we have we have the usual suspects back with us this evening, suspect? I'm happy to What's say. What's a suspect? A you know, suspect. You, know, you don't you know, want to know, Brian. All, all you I have a great answer. Vampires. <laughs> all you got to do in, in, in streamer is change one letter and it can become a streaker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's right. We're one letter that's away right. from total chaos. Yes, that's true. <laughs> this is true. So good evening, Mr. Brian, my co-host. <laughs> Hi there, one and all. I hope this conversation this evening helps me lower my blood pressure. I've been oh. working on my website for the last two hours and I'm ready to um, engage in fisticuffs with my computer. But, you know, it is what it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens when you're working on websites. And Miss Marianne, welcome back. Thank you, Paul. I'm glad to be back. And and you have re- you're recovering from Sage Rush. I am recovering. I'm still a little bit, uh, believe it or not, still a little jet lagged, a little I tired. Be- but- I believe that. And okay. Mr. Rick, you are recovering from Sage Rush. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yep. But just yes. about just about there. That's that's excellent. So that is our group. So tonight we are, we are doing two kind of access technology topics. And I guess we should start with the more general one first and then, then go to the, the, the joy of phones um, once we've exhausted the first one, assuming that we do. And If you hear me snoring, gen- I'm exhausted. Uh, I got you, Mr. Brian. Just want to make sure you understand the sound effects. If Larry well, can do just, sound effects, so can I. And just so just so you understand, anybody who makes sounds gets to choose the next topic. That's overwhelming that's, silence. I love that, it. That, that is the first time I've seen anybody <laughs> shut him up. <laughs> it was five seconds of dead air. I love it. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that that we put in our announcement is that we wanted to look at uh, new devices that we think will be coming down the pike this year. And some of us have talked about some of them, and we will probably include a couple that people may not know about that that um, that came out um, that came out last year as well. Uh, so, Mr. Brian, do you want to start with the first? Hmm. What? what will be coming out? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I would say the, one of the things that's been anticipated for some time is the new Victor Stream, Victor Reader Stream. Yeah, version, no. What do they call it? 3.0? I don't know. I version think 3.0. Yeah. yeah. And, and it has an. <laughs> And Larry um, was uh, in charge of a uh, one and a half hour program on the new stream last evening. So he probably has better information than either of us do 
on the new stream. Um, Mr. Larry, pros and cons of the new stream? I, uh, I'm very excited about it. I, I like, they, they wanted to keep it as it was to some degree because people are familiar with the basic layout. And for the most part, it is still the same layout, but they knew that they had to progress because times progress. And so there are some things technologically that they wanted to import into the stream. So they have done that, including Bluetooth and, uh, and, and SD cards, which are going to hold a lot more material. But but they're very excited about it. It's going to be out very shortly. Um, I've heard some people say as early as perhaps next week or the very week after mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, and then there'll be some other things that'll be happening because they're not quite finished yet throughout the year. So they will be making some additions. So very excited about that. So were the 100 people who were in the Zoom room last night. We've never had that many. And they were very excited about that. And so were we. So it was a fun evening. It's going to be up on ACB um, next week. I'll put it up. So you'll have a chance to hear it if you didn't then. Excellent. So um, questions about this little critter. Yes. One, Larry, were you a stream user before you heard last night? Oh, I was, I've been a stream user since number one. So going back to probably 2007, 2008. And what were what were the things that you were unhappy with your existing uh, Victor Reader? We're going to ding if we agree. Uh, I think some of it was the speed. Um, it began, it, especially it wasn't as slow when it first came out as it is now. Uh, the power button died on me two to three years ago. Had to get a new ding. one. I did. I'm not, yeah. and I mean, you talk about abuse of a power button. I kept pushing on that thing to make it work, and eventually it won. I lost, and I got it replaced in essence, and it's it's fine now. But the power button was a big issue. Uh, also, the little port that goes into the machine, the so that it can be charged. That port was a ding. It was a. No, I can't say it. But you can figure out what I was going to say. <laughs> it, 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 it's, well, we talked about sucked earlier. It does work yeah. in this particular context now. Yes. It was horrible. Yes. And they're getting a USB C uh, plug yeah. now, which, which is going to be better. Which, which should do much better. Yes. Yeah. Those are the two uh, main things. So, <laughs> what about, what about cons, Mr. Cons what about of the cons uh, uh, to this to the stream? I I have a couple. Please, you go first. I will do cleanup. Okay, so um, Brian and I have talked a little about this, and I and I know this is the biggest con for us. Um, this is the first time in the history of the Victor Reader stream that their battery is not user replaceable. Right, um, and we think that's a big deal. Uh, maybe we're wrong, but we think that's a big deal um, because uh, you could actually just go ahead and buy a battery from them mm-hmm. for any of the streams in the past, replace that battery, and get yourself up and running. Whereas now, um, when whenever whenever we reach battery saturation, that happens with every one of these machines, 
we're going to be required to send it back to humanware. And, and, and I'm saddened by that because it means that it's not only going to cost us the cost of a battery, but it's also going to cost us shipping. And it's also probably going to cost us 80 or or $100 for them to handle it. Yeah. And, and so it, it, it makes replacing the battery a much more serious issue. I mean, they're, um, they're contemplating the battery is going to be eighty to a hundred bucks, and they said it was a design issue that they decided. That's why they decided to do this. The only time will tell whether they're right or wrong. But yeah, they've been. The lists went ape. Well, and that's another yeah. word I shouldn't say. The list went crazy when they found out about this because they expected to have the chance to actually put a new battery in, as well. So we'll see. We'll see. I think it could be either a great thing, or I, I got a feeling probably it's not going to be so good for a lot of people and for the reasons you just stated i've got another part of that question for you though larry in the discussion did they talk about well let me put it this way whenever my stream goes crazy and it does from time to time i reboot it by popping out the battery waiting for a few seconds and putting it back in Mm -hmm. do they have a reboot function on this you can't remove the battery. I don't unit? think it came up last night. I don't think it did, but I'll, I can. I'm on the list for a while. That is such a high traffic list. Uh, but I'm on, <laughs> my goodness. I'll I'll ask the question because it didn't come up last I night. Would, I would I would really like to know. I because I can't imagine the device that you're. There's no way to reboot it. it you got to start from scratch sometimes. Uh, that's true with my computers. Mm-hmm. It's true with my smartphones. It's true with my everything. I've had to remove its access to power. Yeah, I've done and it too. Replug it in in one form or another. So yeah, I so, think it would be a huge problem. So we have so, not um, we have not really talked about this, but we ought to for um, dot our eyes and cross our cross our t's here. Um, the the this new stream will take a terabyte um, SD card. Yes, yes, um, it will. And and a terabyte SD card compares to <clears throat> essentially the the largest they claimed to be comfortable with before was a thirty two gigabyte. Correct. Um, whereas we're we're now talking about a thousand gigabyte um, SD card. The the other interesting thing is, and and I don't know whether this came up last night. But the fact is, these 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 terabyte SD cards are not that expensive. Um, I I not. bought one uh, for under forty dollars, and they Which is spectacular. It is, and they yeah. ex- they expect people to put movies on like descriptive movies yep. or whatever. So that's and I'm thinking, why in why in the world would you want a terabyte? What could you fill it with? You can't fill it with books or you could, but you'd never read them all before you passed away. So what is it? And he said movies. And and I guess that's that's probably true, but that's a lot of gigabytes. That's a terabyte. It's unbelievable. I'm curious about something. Usually, you know, back in the day you know, we created folders and popped things in folders. Mm-hmm. And we I still thought do the it. folder was, was difficult to navigate after yeah. it got to a certain number of files in that folder. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Now, imagine I, when I listen to podcasts, to go through the 20 podcasts I follow, to get to the 15th one, I get to hit the down arrow 15 times to get there. 
Right. Yep. So when when your uh, talking book folder or whatever can hold five thousand <laughs> books, are they going to create a second level of of organization that will allow you to not have to scroll through everything to get to anything? Yeah. You, you always you always had the ability to add folders, Brian. Oh yes, but I'm saying part of the general structure. Yeah, they're doing that already. Yep. they're doing yeah, it already. They, I mean, you, all, you you can you can go down eight or ten levels in terms of in terms of directories, Brian. With you with the stream can. too. I understand that. <laughs> Let me try again because somebody isn't getting. Them. Do you know whether they're modifying it all, the file structure? To take advantage of the extra storage space in the unit. I don't know for a fact, but I, I would assume they are. I assume wouldn't you know, based on the principle of go to page, go to book, there must be something that they're doing that says, you know, go to file seven hundred and sixty-three. They've got to be doing something because there's no way they're gonna yeah. have somebody uh, just down arrow through all of those. They've got to find a way to do that. And I assume nobody's asked it as far as I know, but I assume that they've already got that in the works. I know so, you can you can make them yourself, but yeah, in all sure. honesty, the stream was not designed for people to do that kind of thing. Uh, uh, designed for a lot of people who use the stream, that's virtually the only tech they use. Yeah. Because of its designed for those who are blind and visually impaired to be easily used. Uh, so hopefully they've done something in the direction of making all of this extra space easier to use. If you mentioned the movies thing, it sure. seems to me there ought to be a folder to keep those movies. Though so, uh, so the, tr- the truth is, Mr. Brian, the only people who would really want um, that, that extra space is likely to be because... The, the folks who, who are going to be comfortable with it because I suspect they're still going to ship with like a, a, a four gig or an eight gig or at most a 16 gig card. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you said that a one terabyte card is about $40. Yes, sir. What do you think an eight gigabyte card currently goes for? Um, uh, about six. Can you still oh, get them? Expensive. Can you still get them? So, yeah, I, I guess I, you can. I, I think you can get sixteens. I wouldn't swear by right. eights. Right. I know you can get sixteens, and you can you can generally get two sixteens for twelve or thirteen. Yeah, we got eights in bulk for um, a, an event that we were having. So you okay. can still get eights. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and they, how much they did you pay that, for? Uh, how much were, did you pay for yours? Hundred dollars for like uh, uh, fifty of them or something like it was. It was very inexpensive. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Well, since they're selling the unit, um, that what remains at very good price. Um, yeah. I, I was uh, asked by some researchers earlier this week if they created this wonderful device with the intention of selling it to the blind consumers directly rather than as a device issued to them by rehab or special ed. Yeah. What is the price point that they could expect that people would be willing to pay for it? 
such a device? That's a, a really interesting question. And, and my answer has been for a number of years. The only real idea we have of blind people buying a mass-produced product out of their own pocket is the stream. Yeah. It was and- not viewed from the beginning as a rehab product. Neither was it a special ed product. And therefore, if you wanted one, you had to pony up the money yourself. And people found a way to do it. When the stream so it's, came, it, when it the, has become a rehab product. Yeah. Now. When the stream oh, came yeah. out about then, yeah. 10 years ago, I think it, it was about 495 that bucks, roughly. They're selling at 10% above that now at about around 550 and that's not bad considering 10 years have gone by and all the technology that's come about. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. Right. So when, I, when anybody says, how much will a blind person pay? All I know is that a hell of a lot of blind people paid $500 for a stream. Right. But it also radically improved their lives, not just for one task, but is their virtual portable library. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. It's just a hugely different thing yeah. than if you could come up with an orientation and mobility device that would make it safer for you to cross the street. You know, it's one of those you use it on occasion kind of thing rather than something that you would use as many hours as stream yeah. users, users use their device. Anyway, so I, so I suppose that while we're talking about new devices, we ought to throw into the mix uh, a device that came out uh, late-ish last year um, from HumanWare, which is a standalone uh, GPS device. Yeah. The, what, what are they calling it? The, the Stellar Trek? Is that the one you're yes. talking about? The Stellar yep. or the Stella? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not in the market for one of those, but largely because I have a trek trekker. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, it certainly is interesting, um, and and it, it is another hybrid device. Um, and for the sake of folks who who aren't used to this term, a hybrid device is is a device that does more than one thing. Um, and obviously, the Victor Reader Stream is a is a heavy duty hybrid device. But the um, the the Stella Track or whatever it's called um, is a hybrid device in that it has built into it as well a scanner and a camera, and uh, and an ability to access PDF files and that sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, not an ability to read books. No. You know when it comes about Valentine's Day not having a good showing, you have thirty. Some odd participants. Wow. That's spectacular. That is excellent. So we're going to talk for about another five minutes, then we're going to open it up for for questions or comments. Um, I want to ask um, Larry another question. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, And and that has to do with, did they indicate anything about what speech they're going to be including on the new device? The speeches or the TTSs that uh, they're, they're, AI voices, in essence, they're voices that that they've used before for Good. all for all of the menus for all of the menus. 
Nice. Because apparently, I mean, I don't know all of the, the back end work that would go into doing something like this, but they said it was far easier than using the voice that had they've used since the stream began back 12, 13 years ago. Right. Yeah. So they're going to be using those voices, and I'm and I heard it demoed last night, um, and it's fine. They're very understandable, uh, and they're they've got a few voices on board. They will be adding to that throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Some of the voices aren't ready yet, but they will be. So they'll there there will be a plethora of voices, just like there are in most other products. Yeah. I um I I I thought it was a huge. A, a huge good upgrade when when they put Karen on. I agree. Or made Karen available on the two, mm-hmm. and then put her on the track. So, uh, I'm I'm a big Karen fan. I assume they pay her for that, right? <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, because she you know she does voiceover work in Australia. Probably yeah. I, it used to be full time. Yeah. I assume she gets paid for that. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Can't can't be sure. So, Miss Marianne, do we have hands? We do. We have Carla, and she is now Carla Hayes. Hey, Miss Carla Hayes. Mute. From Hello, uh, McMurray, Pennsylvania. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? We can. Yes. Yep. Okay. I listened to the um, tech talk last night. You know, I was I was best. I had vested interest in it, um, and um, I really have mixed emotions. And I'll tell you why. First of all, the battery thing is a big deal to me. It is. They made the um, argument that the battery was better, that it was inset, and all this. But yeah, I don't yeah, relish yeah. the thought about taking, you know, sending it away and um, having to do without it. Um, so. Right. That that was a, a, a you know and and actually the price is sort of a big deal. It wasn't too long ago that the the gener the second generation was three sixty eight. Yeah. Okay. Now now personally, I can I can afford to pay a little bit more, and I'm not going to say I won't ever buy this. Um, they're not giving us any choice because this the the second generation is going to go away, and um, which I think that they have to keep in mind that a lot of people um, who are blind and visually impaired are on le- less of an income. They don't have a lot of um, discretionary money to to throw away, and I think they're 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 gradually placing things out of the realms that you know a lot of people can get it. And so I wasn't happy about that. As far as the expanded space, okay, maybe for movies, but. Uh, I don't know myself um, about buying a big card because you think about this. If that card crashes, you lose a lot of stuff. (laughs) So I would rather have things on several, you know, not tiny cards, but smaller cards. It's like I have. um, Yeah, I mean, you can buy. I think you can buy 64 GB cards now for under $15 these days. And I have um, I have movies. I have several described movies on yeah. a thirty-two. I mean, it can, yeah. you know, and it can hold a lot of things. And mm-hmm. if I lose that thirty-two, I lose my movies. I don't lose everything. Uh, can you imagine what you would lose if you had a one terabyte card? Can you imagine all the things? You no, I I I, I think you'd you'd want to back it up somewhere, maybe into your Ooh. computer or onto a hard drive. But then the other thing, uh, there are a couple other um, drawbacks. 
you cannot um they're not going to have the cable they're not going to give you the cables and means by which that you can play or um you know nls cartridges and you really know, some people no that's not that's going to go away okay? oh that's too bad and and that's a big thing because if you get a book from the library and you're not finished with it and i'm thinking okay this isn't going to be as big a deal to me as it might to somebody else because i do have a pc so i could um you know flop the cartridge onto the pc but some people that i know a lot of people that have a stream that do not have a pc and so they've made that um accessory um, inaccessible to them and well um, and 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 i also think it's important to recognize and and brian you may want to comment on this that a lot of regional libraries are now going to a system where in order to make it easier for them they are aggregating books onto single cartridges for their users so uh, in florida um, i received a cartridge from my regional library even or my sub-regional even though i had really indicated i didn't want any cartridges and that i was doing all my stuff from bart but they sent me a cartridge with um 20 books on it um, right because right. that's what they want to do um and and um i would not have access to that cartridge um through um through the uh, the the stream as as um Carla's describing it anyway. Yeah, and you know, how many times do you get on an airplane and let's say you've come back from a convention and you slipped a um, stream into airplane mode and somebody's given you mm -hmm. a, a thumb drive and you want to check it out? You can't mm -hmm. do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, there are so many things that you can't do that I may get it. I mean, they've got to do something really sexy. They they promised something. <laughs> that was a funny word, but I'm a I am a radio junkie. And they said something big's coming with internet radio. I have no idea what it is, but it's got to be really big. And that might be the only thing that I think could tempt me. But I've come to the conclusion I am going to take great care of my second gen and my trek. <laughs> yep. You know, I just, that's just how I feel about it. I mean, and, and you know, even with the, you know, I, I don't know, so, so many companies have just gone off and they've made products, um, um, you know, more complex. I mean, they're getting away from note takers and making them just into tablets. And some people just want a note taker. Yep. And you know what I'm trying to see if they, and you never know what happens to these, some of these note takers, like, um, you know, the B2G, if it had been improved and the price had come down, many people could have afforded something like right. it. You know what I mean? Though, though, it, it, though it did come down. So did, and this, this device is what's known as a Braille to go. And it was mm -hmm. designed by Dean Blasey and made by the National Braille Press. Mm -hmm. And I bought one for 1200 bucks. Yeah. And what'd you think of it? Uh, it it was incredibly complicated to use. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it mm -hmm. it 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 didn't it didn't pass the simplicity test for me or come close. Well, it sounds like the Touch Plus. I mean, there's so many things that I could do on my Apex that I can't do on the Touch Plus, like yep. a multiple lingual um, documents, which I have yep. to do uh, and yep. print directly from it. You know, what I mean, yep. you can trick it into, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yep. So, Miss Carla, I mean, thank 
I just, Thanks for I, your so call. Those are my thoughts, but let's yep. see what happens. I'm going to try to have an open mind, and maybe they'll do something sexy, and maybe I'll get one. Well, I'm not going to say never. I've never say never, but those are my perceptions of it. Oh, and, and I just want to say one more thing. There is a way to reset it. He did mention that somebody okay. asked the question last night, and what mm-hmm. you do is you hold down the five key, and that's like a, a, a you know a, a cold reset. Right. Okay. Good. That's excellent. I've got, I want to make a suggestion to you about how to make your current device last longer. Okay. There are charging cables you can get that have a magnetic tip that you, well, you can buy a set of tips of different types and you put it on the tip of the cord and then plug it into something. But a lot of Victor Reader streamers, stream users are taking the kind of tip that 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 port requires just and leave it micro in USB there. right mm-hmm. just leave it in the stream just disconnect the cable by just giving it a gentle touch pulling the mag- so it, magnet off yeah pulling the magnet off and as a result you're not putting wear and tear on that which is one of the weakest components it, of the device it is and it applies to the track as well Right. Okay. Well, thank you for your suggestion, Brian. But, uh, you know, so so those are my perceptions for what they're worth, which yep. isn't worth a hill of beans. But thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Carla. <laughs> thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. You too. Mm-hmm. We have Brandy. Brandy. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Hi. I haven't ever talked on Tuesday topics. I've come and listened a couple of times and I might have talked one time, but anyway, um, I did have a question. So um, if I hear that correctly, they used to have, I think it was the Victor Reader string that had little slots on the back of it and you could attach the cartridge to the back of it. Like you didn't plug it in. Oh, that was, like, that was way back when. Um, oh, that, they it's don't been do a that long, anymore. It's been a, oh. No, but, but with, with all of the ones up to this point, what they supply is a little tiny cable, and at mm-hmm. one end it has a micro USB plug, mm-hmm. which you mm-hmm. plug in, and at the other end it has a a little receptacle into which you can slide a cartridge or a thumb uh-huh. drive. Oh, um, well, maybe they can sell that. Maybe those, but, those cables but are a, on Amazon. But apparently, they're they are not doing that anymore. Um, you know, there are there are C to 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 USB. Mm-hmm. A uh, cables cords that, that that are out there for for almost nothing. I right. I bought a couple the other week. Yeah, but, a couple uh, dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and then the other thing I wanted to say was, um, do you do you know if by any chance, um, just out of curiosity, if the Victor String Three is that what it is? Uh, yes, I, we're we're saying oh, okay. we're calling it that anyway. Okay. Um, do you know if it still requires you to use a computer to put books on it, or does it now connect to Wi-Fi? It, it connects to Wi-Fi, yep. and, and so does Victor Reader 2 and the Victor Reader track. Cool. That's awesome. I might consider getting one. Yeah. All right. Ms. Brandy, well, thank you for your call. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. for having me. Mm-hmm. We have Anisio. Mr. Correa. Hello. Hello, Paul. How are you? So in my spare time, in my retirement, I started doing some freelance teaching technology about um, 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 anyway. uh, So 
I never owned the Victor Stream. Uh, I know it's very, very popular, but I recently have come, have put my hands on it. And I know you're going to be talking about cell phones, so I don't want to talk to it, to it as a phone. <laughs> but the Blind Shell Classic, mm-hmm. I've started uh, teaching some clients with it. And it, it in my mind, it does. I, I'm wondering if there's anything that the stream does that the, the Blind Shell does not do even without connecting it as a phone, you know, just as a as a MP3 player, book player, recorder, uh, and it's cheaper. And I'm wondering if those of you who use the stream and if you're familiar with Blind Shell, I wonder if there's something else that that <clears throat> the stream still has a, a a leg up on it on 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 this other device, which I think is revolutionary. I mean, the only concern I have with Blind Shell. Just like with every other uh, uh, new piece of of, of uh, technology for the blind that exists out there from a small company, is whether or not it's going to be it's going to be maintained, you know, or is it going to disappear one day, like the the old uh, what was that what was that called the screen a screenless phone or yeah, uh, yeah. that's my there only are a couple out I, there, but I am so impressed with this uh, this piece of technology. I'm, no. I'm now, are you working with the Blind Shell 2? Yeah. The 2 Classic, Classic 2, yeah. Yes, very good. Um, so, Brian, do you, do you want to tackle that? Let, let me ask a question, which is how I always start these things, don't I? Um, do you have any idea what the battery life is on the shell? It, it's, I mean, I have not used it as a cell phone, so I have not, I, I have a demo version. I, I, I have not put a SIM card in it, so I use it, you know, just to, to demonstrate it. And right. but I have, I have, I have uh, played with it extensively for a couple of days without the, without right. charging the battery. Yeah, yeah, and one in thinking of what does the stream do that the, sh- the blind shell doesn't. One of the best features I found of the stream is how bloody long it lasts on a charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's power management, internal power management is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, the well, again, it, it depends on how you're going to use the device, right? If you're going to use it to record things and you want to record things either as a wave file or an MP3, uh, I believe my stream is capable of allowing me to make that modification. It, uh, it is. Uh, I don't recall whether there's more formats than those two, but I'd be curious to know whether the shell's recording capability also gives you that choice of what file format to use. I believe there I are know. there are new more. Yeah, I know there, there are more new formats available with the three than there were with the two. Good. Right. So, but I, again, in looking at what the differences might be, I would say battery life is one thing that always impressed me about the streams mm-hmm. and uh, this ability to pick my recording format. MP3s take mm-hmm. up a lot less space, but also right. they're just easier to transfer to other things to use. So we we aren't quite to the point where we're going to concentrate on the blind cell phone, but I think... No. I think it's worth saying um, at this point that 
the two devices are comparable. So Anisio is right to be comparing them because they are two devices that are designed specifically with ease of work for blind people at the core of the device. Right. So, and, and, and that is a, there are not a lot of products, you know, the iPhone or the Android phone are not those products and, and never will be um, because they, they have other fish to fry, but it, it's, it's worthwhile to, to, uh, to deal with that. Anisio, I think, um, I don't remember, I know they were working on it, but I don't remember if the three yet has access to Bard. The blind shell, you mean? Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, it, they they finally did it probably okay. about three, a, mo- a month ago or so. Okay, very they good. Bard and Bookshare. Yeah. Nice. Have, their podcast, podcast catcher is yep. just amazing. Yep. I, I've, I've gotten so many podcasts from Portugal that I didn't even know existed. Uh, in the <laughs> language. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a interesting yep. revelation. So plan to call in later when we get to talking about the blind shell. I will. I will. I appreciate cool. that. Cool. Um, Thanks, Anisha. Well, well, there you go. We have so, Tyson. Hmm. Oops, sorry, Brian. Hey, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Tyson. Bring him on board. Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Good. Hey Tyson. Hey, so um uh, I, I heard some things earlier. I was, I was listening, and I'm like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta call in and, and jump in on this one because you're talking about the most loved device in my house, my my Victor Reader." Um, so, a couple of things. I actually had it in my hand at the ATI conference, um, and it is a wonderful device. Um, I love the rubberized feel of the buttons now, instead of that very hard plastic feel. Right. Um, that is. It's actually really, really nice. Um, the, I agree with everyone. The battery no longer being replaceable is a huge tick against it. Yep. I don't think it's enough for me to say I'm not going to get it, though. Um, there's some improvements I'd like to see in it. For example, um, uh, one of the things, and I, when I got a chance to talk to the to the guys at the booth, um, Peter and a couple others, um, we had talked about the fact I'd love to be able to edit voice recordings and append to them. So if you make a voice recording, uh, you know, I could go back into it and add to it instead of having to just pause it before you stop it. Yeah. Um, I'd love to be able to do that. They're coming in with the renaming feature. It won't be available at first. So instead of just being a number, you can actually rename it something usable. Good. Yeah. Um, Good. The, se- the second feature I'd love to see them is, is to be able to, to prioritize podcast downloads. Uh, because if you have like some people, you know, they have like 200, 300 podcasts that they have saved to their Victor and you don't know which one's downloading at any one time. And I may want one in particular. And in order for me to prioritize that right now, I have to cancel all of them and restart that one specifically, go in and search for it. So I'd love yeah. to be able to prioritize mm-hmm. downloads. Brian, I have good news for you, my friend. Mm-hmm. So how many podcasts do you have on your Victor right now? I only Roughly. have 26. Okay. So if you, so if on the, when you go to the, to the online or to the, uh, yeah, to your online menu and go to your podcast feed and get to the overall structure where you're just arrowing through your podcast titles, if you mm-hmm. press the go to button and just choose a number, like if you, you have 20. So if you press go to and then press 20, it'll jump instantly to your last one. Yes, but like you were saying a moment ago, 
Uh, let's assume you've got 200. I, and I now... Think I think it's a bracketing kind of a yeah. thing. Like you're, tr- you're trying to like shell shell a, a target out in you know 20 miles right. out in the distance. You know, yeah, I think it's because yeah. because because for example, the longer I use, the list, the less likely right. it is I'm going exactly. to remember those numbers. Yeah. So so Tyson, what is what is causing you to jump up and down about the new unit aside from the rubberized feel of the of the things? Um. I mean, there's there's a lot of good features that are coming in in the updated releases, according to the things that came out on on Mosin's uh, when he did his interview with mm-hmm. them, with Matthew Matthew and them, and then speaking with them on it. Um, also, my own, I have I have a, a, a Trek right now. The Trek, yep. the, the current Trek I have is like my sixth device. Um, I like the fact that it went to USB C. Um, yes, that's a huge selling point, and I like it the is. increased size. Uh, of the of the ability to do the to do the um, cards, I have a 32 gig in there right now, right. and I probably have on on that side of it. Like most people are talking about, it's for me. It's described movies. My my entire library of described movies is ha- is well over half a gig, or sure. I'm sorry, half a, half a terabyte. Right. Um, so I could put my entire library on one card and mm-hmm. just choose whatever I want to shows and movies and all that stuff. Um, Again, I think if you if you use a fresh card, it's something like I think something like ten, like like well over a thousand hours of pre-recorded. I I, I did college with 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 my first Victor, the very sure. first one. Uh, I would just I would just click it on and just stick it on the on the instructor's desk on the professor's yep. desk. Walk away. You know yeah. when um, when I before I had too many recorders to to uh, count, I used to use my stream to do a lot of recording and the internal mic is not bad by any means but do they provide a jack if you want to use or need to use an external mic yes the new one brought back the mic jack good and how about the earphone jack um so they placed it on the bottom next to the charge ports no longer on the top um, I have not, I, I didn't get a chance to power it up and listen to it through that. It still is a standard, uh, 3.5, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same, the same with the, you know, you'd have to use a series of adapters like, um, you know, like XLR or something like that sure. too, or, or, or a quarter inch to a three, 3.5 to get it to work with a, a nice dynamic mic or something sure. like that, but it's possible to do. Yeah. Um, gotcha. so, so well, yeah, I, I think, I think some, uh, that, that's, that's another selling point to me is bringing back the microphone. Well, I, I'm glad they brought back the mic. I, I, it, I hope they, I hope they made the recording quality as good as the original stream was because I didn't think the recordings on stream two were nearly as good as they were on the first streams. Well, and with the and with the increase in the file format types, like like they right. like you can record in FLAC and lossless. Yeah. Well, that's certainly good if you're. It's going to take and a little more room. And if you have and 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 if you have as much space as you have on on potentially anyway on SD cards, mm-hmm. that's perfectly doable and okay. So yeah. yeah. Um, any so, any final points you want to make, sir? No, other 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 than just uh, it's nice to talk to you guys again. Nice Great. to talk to you I as well. You and, I, and, I, and I would and I would venture to tell you all happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, I've that's got excellent. Question for you before you leave: the rubber keys. Yes. Do they go? straight down when you press them or is there a rocking motion at all to them 
No, they do go straight down, but they are they they do have a a, a slight cantilevered, I guess, a dome, a, a very very mild dome shape to them. It's 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 I mean, it's almost imperceptible, but it's just enough. Mm-hmm. Well, so they're, know, not, some they're not they're not forged. Some red uh, rubber keyboards. If you press on the edge of a key, it tips down on that edge rather than the whole key depressing, and that's what mm. I'm curious about because you've had your I, actual hands on them. I will venture to say I didn't I didn't quite put it through its paces, so to speak. So I can't give you, um, you know. But as I pressed on them, they they seem to be pretty firm. I didn't do that kind of testing with that in mind. Gotcha. So did you did you get somebody to tell you what the big secret is about internet radio, Tyson? No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. I, I don't. I, I, my connections aren't quite that good. Here and here, I thought we'd sent you there for a reason, Tyson. I mean, next year you got to give me marching orders, there, Paul. That's right. There That's right. Thanks, well, Tyson. Thanks for calling in. Right. Cue, cue this, cue the uh, Mission Impossible music. Dim, 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 dim. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. Yep. Bye now. You have Ralph and Terry Pacheco, and those are your two hands that are still very raised. good. Miss well, Terry, ladies well, first. Was, okay, good. No, well, I have, to, un- I have to allow her to talk. Give me one second. Yeah, either one. Okay, there she goes. Hey, Terry. There we go. Good Hi. evening. Good evening. Hey there. Um, I know I'm looking forward to the uh, stream three. And uh, anybody that's got any questions on it, um, like the many that both of you have come up with in the last few minutes with Tyson. Um, this Friday night on Visibilities, I'm having Peter and Matthew. Uh, yeah, Matthew and Peter are both going to be on. <laughs> there you uh, go. So jump in um, because, uh, you know, if we've got the two of them, I think we should be able to get a good number of the questions answered that people are going to have will have at this point about the three. We're also going to have Thank them on main sure. menu as well coming up next a week Wednesday. So couple, Wednesday. on main okay. menu, yeah. Sure. So a couple of chances to hear them. George George uh, yeah, Washington's and, birthday. Absolutely. And didn't you have? And were they on Pat Price? Yeah, we, they were on Tech Talk last yes. night. We had 100 people in the room. It was last night. Yeah. I thought it was, I knew it was yeah. one of them, either last night or yep. Monday night. Uh-huh. So that podcast should be out next week. Soon, I would think. Yeah, I'll edit it today or tomorrow and it'll be up soon. <coughs> so I think Terry, between, are there? between all of that, we should be able to have the most <laughs> incredible, that's right, incredible imagination <laughs> of, of the stream three, anyhow. Terry, are there? Are there any new low vision devices that you know about that are expected to come out or that have just come out? I do. And there's going to be one talked about on Let's Talk Low Vision next Tuesday night at 830. I know it overlaps Tuesday topics, but there is something coming from Ira that's a new app that's kind of geared. Its design was geared with people with low vision in mind. That's excellent. Very good. Yeah, I was talking to Janine yesterday, and we're going to uh, be highlighting it next Tuesday night. And let's are, talk. Are we talking so about that should a, prove interesting? Are we talking about a device or an app? An, an no, app. No, I think it's, it's it's the new app. It's the new it's app. An app. The okay. app. The app works with your phone, which is a device. So sure. Yeah. It kind of ties together because you still need to use the camera and such in order to do it. 
but cool apparently beard. it's got some enhanced color changes and text changes and that kind of thing mm -hmm. and with uh with low vision in mind yep so we'll thank you mr that next week we appreciate that, it i don't know of any other new devices um well we will talk out, to you perhaps during the next hour when we do the pros and cons of phones we so like we'll see. the iphone <laughs> we do we do but there are a lot of people who like the the, the blind shell threes so and that the blind shell classic two has <coughs> it come up as a three i think there is a three now or that's what somebody is telling me so oh, anyway that yet i know frank made was back and forth for a couple of months deciding and i do know a few people who have been very pleased that they got the classic two but again as <laughs> someone said earlier it's very much the issue of how long is it going to be around and what services what isps will you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happier with the way the the blind shell two stuff is going because there are a lot of companies that have been around um which yeah. are involved with working with them and so i'm i'm inclined to think they will survive yeah so so I, I, just, I i hope they eventually get to <clears throat> horizon yeah that's, well they're certainly talking about doing that and and um but but the at guys are very much supporting them and and very much working with them and, 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 I, and, and I have lots of respect for the way they operate their company. So yes, yes, yeah, I do too. Yep. For you guys, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank All you, right. Mister. Well, enjoy the rest and of the good. week and enjoy Valentine's Day. Thank Give you, Frank. Our best. Yep. He's listening with me, Mister Ralph. All right, I have a quick question here. It's about the um, port where the cord is to be plugged uh -huh. it's, it's supposed to be on the bottom of this unit yes okay so you know the original stream wasn't on the top because i think yes. i have one of the old ones that yeah it, it was, was. In, a, in a corner on the top by the SD yes card and, and and right. that has worked so well with i've had no issues with that actually but, mine still works well there too um it's but the two which which has the cord at the bottom does not work well right uh, uh the the trek the you know the victorator trek i have one right. of those and of course the the uh plug-in is at the bottom of that as well and it's very yeah. uh you know fragile at times you have to really be careful with it so i think you do and, uh, so that the victor stream three will it be on the same line as the victor Trek, the you know with the the way the yes. cord plugged in and Th that's the my understanding <clears throat> but the big change is um it will use the same kind of plug-in um that currently you have on your e-reader so it's a type c connector oh, okay. which which are much less fragile than yes. the micro usb yes okay thank you mm -hmm. and they're bi-directional you can yeah, Hopefully either either way. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good. Okay, good job. That makes Thank a you. big difference too. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> that was my question. Thank you. You're, You're welcome. So let's talk about a couple of other Hi, new products. Excuse me? Yep. You go ahead. Here. Go ahead. Yeah, I have been given permission to speak, um, and I just uh, I just came in, but I wanted to dovetail on something that Terry was saying about Ira. Um, they are having an explorer call tomorrow night, um, at which they're discussing. The new iteration of the app and it's at 6 p.m eastern time and so if you don't have the 
um, whatever you call it. Oh, the Zoom information for it. I'm sure you can get it on the website or call in or whatever. I registered for it and I get it every month, whether I'm on the call or not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I suspect they, they use the same link, but I don't know that for sure. But it sounds like it's going to be um, maybe even the possibility of where they're going to have people, agents who specialize in different things that you could avail yourself of. So you need a technology or you need interesting mobility. But I don't know whether that will come right away or not. Another thing they've been talking about is maybe having a callback feature um, so that if the hold time is long, um, Mm -hmm. which I think has gotten they've gotten better for sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, those, those are some of the things that they've been kind of tossing around for a while. So. Cool. Thank you, cool. Ms. Sharon. You're we welcome. appreciate it. Yep. All right. So let's talk about a couple of other new products, Mr. Brian. I'm going to talk about two that were announced last year, one of which has not yet come out, but I still think we need to keep it on our radar. And that is the, uh, the product that is being done by uh, Orbit Technologies, and that product is supposedly going to be called Orbit Speak. But while it was announced that it was going to be available in September of last year, um, I am on their, their Orbit list, and there has not been an announcement of the product as yet. So obviously... It is taking them longer to get to the place where they're ready to market. And we don't know what the, the factor is there. We haven't, we haven't talked to Vankatesh, or I haven't. I don't know if you have. <clears throat> um, Not on this particular topic. The, no. the fact of the matter is supply chain. Is exactly. That's what I was going to say. Impact right. On it, it could well be supply chains um, rather than. <clears throat> rather than a design issue. Um, but that device, just to describe it for people for a second, is analogous to or somewhat analogous to the old Braille and speak <clears throat> in that it has speech output and a Braille keyboard. Um, it is connectable to your iPhone um, and, and it, um, and it also uh, therefore uh, can be used as a keyboard for your phone and and you can do bunches of things with your phone. Um, but it also has speech output and has the ability to act independent of your iPhone as a note taker and a calculator and a calendar and perhaps a few other things. So potentially it's a really useful device. And once more, um, assuming it stays where it was, the, the, the price point that they're talking about is about the same as that for the Victor Reader stream. Therefore, around 500, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Um, so that's a product that is coming out. Do you want to talk about a, a, another product, Mr. Brian? <coughs> I, I, I would be going mainstream when I talk about products. So oh, all right. if you have another adaptive only, go for that. I do. So. At, at the low end of the spectrum in terms of, in, in terms of products are, are two products that are intended to, uh, to make either your iPhone or your Android phone, uh, easier to use. Um, one of those has been out for about, 
oh, two and a half, three years now. And it is known as the Orbit Writer and is made by Orbit Technologies. <clears throat> if you, if you buy what you should buy, which is uh, a case for it and that, that kind of stuff, it costs about $120, $125. So it's not very expensive. And what it enables you to do is to connect directly to your iPhone and you can, you can then use this braille keyboard. Um, for a lot of the functions of your iPhone. So you can, you can type with it. Uh, if you're, if you're in notes, you can do emails. You can, uh, you can, uh, surf on the web, uh, on your iPhone. You can do all of those things. There is some question as to whether every single function on an iPhone can be handled by, uh, the Orbit Writer. Um, there, there is a new device that does the same thing, which is very different, which came out late last year. This device is called the Hable One, and it's made by a company in the Netherlands and uses a very radically different approach um, to uh, handling uh, navigating with your iPhone. But you can literally put your iPhone in your pocket and use this device, the Hable One, um, to operate um, all of the functions of your iPhone. Um, what makes it interesting is it it only has um, eight keys and one switch on the device, period. The one switch is to turn it on and off. Uh, the eight keys are six braille keys and then a key to either side of them and what's interesting is you are expected to operate this keyboard um on its side in your hands rather than flat on a desktop um and so it it does there is a learning curve involved with it um and and some of the some of the way that you do commands with it are very different if if you're used to kind of the more usual cording systems that are available with other devices. But once you learn how to do it, um, it's very fast and can do if if you take the time to learn all of its commands, can do anything that an iPhone can do. So talk about mainstream products, Mr. Brian. Well, I've switched from using my Bluetooth earpiece microphone my earpod to just using my iphone to talk to you right now because mm -hmm. i brought it into my kitchen and i'm going to say <clears throat> computer what time is it the time is 7 58 p.m i love that australian accent i can uh, tell we're, we're right here uh like i say in my kitchen and this is a uh amazon show 10 and it's the kind that you may have heard about that is a combination of a speaker and a screen 10 inch screen and the speaker is on a base that allows it to spin up to 360 degrees and it follows you if you ask it to computer computer <laughs> follow me Computer, 
computer, follow me. I do not know what's going on. That's what happens with demos, doesn't it? Isn't it, Paul? It's a it it it's a it's a rule. Uh, if you're <laughs> if you're trying to do a, a a demonstration, the machine says, "Not me, Jack." Ah, I will tell you that it's, it's the bad kid syndrome. Yes, it's currently it is. moving, pivoting to try to keep me in view. So let me try this. And, again. and Brian, we should we should say because there may be some folks on here who don't know that what distinguishes the Echo shows um, from other devices of their kind is that they have built-in cameras. Um, that actually means they can be used to watch um, movies. Um, and, uh, and it also means that um, even though they use commands, um, which on the face of them are very visual, they don't necessarily have to. And I frankly didn't know that until Brian and I were talking last week. But um, as many of you know, um, Amazon has a system that they use on all of their tablets, which is called Voice View. And that is also available on the Echo Shows, which means that uh, once you turn them on, um, the, the shows um, can then... Um, allow you to utilize their stuff. But of course you have to go up as you do with all commands that are a part of voice view. You have to interact with the screen. So you can't sit at a distance um, and, and do very much. You've got to actually go up to the screen and touch it and double tap and, and do that sort of thing. Computer, go ahead, Mr. Brian. Turn on voice view. Voice view ready, 801. So, like you just heard, voice view is ready, and I can come to the device and touch the screen. Shopping list. Your list. Update your shopping list for the week. Your list is shopping list. Your list is currently empty. Shopping list. Widget panel. Double click to open. So I'm on the widget panel right now. Have to activate. So I was simply putting my finger on the screen, moving it around. And if you're used to using it for specific purposes, just like you would on an iPhone or any other kind of touchscreen technology, you learn to start in a particular place and slide to get to what you're looking for. Uh, I find it whenever I ask the device to give me an answer through uh, good old lady A talk, uh, and don't get the full answer. I turn on voice view and touch the screen and I get a more complete answer because it speaks the beginning of that response, but sometimes stops. So I might ask it to, uh, computer, give me a recipe for fried chicken. Finding some fried chicken recipes. Okay. For fried chicken, here's a few recipes. And that's where she stops. But if I put my finger on the screen. Carrots, three chicken, three chicken fried chicken. You can hear that I'm getting more information. Carrots button. Carrots button. Three chicken fried chicken. 
So I can explore more definitely than I could by just using uh, Lady A commands. And Brian, while we're while we're talking about this and talking about other mainstream technology, uh, the other thing that 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 people need to know is there are at least two options that are available for talking televisions that are very inexpensive. Um, probably no more, not very much more expensive than your Show Ten. Um, I think I got a, a forty-three inch for two hundred and twenty dollars, and there is a a 43 inch that's uh that uses the 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 talking system from um Comcast that was under 200 at Kmart um but the point that i'm making is they actually allow us as blind people to use voice view or whatever the Comcast voice system is um uh, to navigate the screens of of TVs which we which we certainly couldn't until a few years ago and certainly couldn't as inexpensively as we can. And by the way, if, if you shop right, virtually all of the TVs that you will buy will also have the A lady built into them. So, um, it, it, it is amazing the degree to which some mainstream technology has actually gone out of its way to create access for blind and visually impaired folks, similar to what Brian is demonstrating with the show 10. Yeah, and and you know, in the same way we were talking about the blind shell and whether that phone's going to stick around, you have to ask yourself: with all that we've heard in uh, the popular press out there about how all Lady A devices are uh, non—none of them are making money for Amazon. In fact, they cost more to make than the sale price that you're buying them at. But they're trying to hook you in to the Amazon way of doing things like purchasing uh, through the devices. One moment, cancel. So here, there's another thing to concern yourself with. Here in my home, I've got uh, Apple equipment, I've got Amazon equipment, and I have Google equipment. And it takes some doing to get them all to cooperate with one another. Cancel. Uh, I can't say and, some and, of these words because yeah, the devices and have those. Yeah, things. exactly. So <clears throat> there is a new standard being implemented right now that will make these devices play nice with one another. But your older devices will not have the capability of using the new protocol. So keep in mind if you see some real bargains on uh, older versions of some of these smart speakers, they may become obsolescent much sooner than you think they will. All right. Mr. Brian, I, I am suggesting that we pause and see if we have any hands or at least give I hope folks so. an opportunity to raise hands because we've talked about quite a lot of stuff here. So, Miss Marianne, do we have any hands? We have Diane Scalzi. Miss Diane and other people, if you'd like to jump in with questions or comments, feel free to do that while Diane is is lecturing to us on all the things we haven't said. Hey, Diane. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Yes, indeed. Okay. I'm wondering, um, 
Wait, I'm trying to got to shut my phone up. Hold on. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if there's been any any movement on multi-line braille displays. I know that I think AT guys was selling one called the Canute. I think it was the yeah. Canute. And um, but I haven't been hearing anything about it. You know, good, bad, or indifferent. I haven't been hearing a lot of, you know about a lot of people using it so i'm yeah, wondering and we, and we probably should have talked about that um orbit orbit research now has um two multi-line braille displays that they are selling um one is um i don't want to get this wrong i think it's three three lines of 40 characters and the other is five lines of 20 characters. Um, and yeah, and they, and they sell for uh, around $3,000. So they're not horribly expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. um, and those are out there. The Canute is out there. Um, and I think it's price is a little higher, but not much. Um, and I don't remember, how many lines and how many characters? I think it's eight lines uh, with 32 characters, I'm thinking. Brian, do you remember? I believe that you're correct. Yeah. There's one oh. other device that APH is working on and going to be releasing fairly right. soon. And it's a combination of a graphical, tactile graphical display that's capable of showing braille um on its entire surface right uh that looks like braille not kind of simulated braille but real braille yeah huh um and 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 the the orbit research also has their graffiti and they're also the graffiti plus which is a combination device that has um graphics capability for most of it and a single line of um, text braille. Now, I, I don't know if I would ne- necessarily want graphics. I'd want something that, you know, would give me all braille on multiple lines if I was going to yeah. go that route. But then on the other well, hand, I also want a manis. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know why anybody wants multi-line braille. So somebody's going to have to educate me because I don't care. Paul, the so, number of hours you spend reading a Braille display yeah. uh, means that um, when you were taught to read Braille, Paul, were you taught to use two hands to read? Yeah. And when, what was the reason for using two hands to read? Because I could read faster and more smoothly that way. Because you could finish a line with your uh, right hand right hand yeah. while finding your place and be ready to move right on to the next oh. line with or, your left or, hand or, or have read the first half of the that that the next line if if possible well, well not right. with the braille display but with braille with paper braille certainly understood so yeah I'll be that there. would be the value of a two-line braille display whether or not the value oh, of that not to me justifies the expense <laughs> Or yeah. the so Diane's Diane's going to tell us why why we why we want one tomorrow. <laughs> How can we? Want I don't know. One, I'm Diane? just I'm I'm just still used to 
you know, I, I'd like to maybe be able to read, um, read without having to keep pushing on an advanced on a bar button. so much or gotcha. whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, that's fair. Uh, I think also if you're looking at tabular information, yes, that it's a lot easier to keep your orientation, yeah. particularly uh, with the, down with the table. Per- Particularly with the canute, which which gives you more lines, you know, I, 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 I that's that's the main advantage. And and the truth is that I have become so used to reading on braille displays that are really like continuous dymo tape um, that yes. that I've just sort of given up on tables. But I think it's a it's it's a very good question, Miss Diane. Thanks for your call. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Miss mm-hmm. Marriott, anybody else? Melanie Brunson. Uh, yep. Melanie. Hello. Hello, Melanie. Um, hi, Melanie. Um, the, the, the interesting thing that I've heard about um, both the commute well, and, moved around. <laughs> and the orbit display. One moment, Oops. Melanie. No problem. Can you can you mute Diane? Yeah, for us? I can. Yes, I can. Thank you. You're welcome. Go ahead, Miss Melanie. Um, I was just going to say that the interesting thing I'd heard is that the problem with them is that when you do want to go to the next group of lines, it takes a long time for the display to to switch. To, to the refresh next yeah. characters, yes. Thank you. I, was I think it, I think word. it depends. It, it depends on the device. Um, some of them are faster than others. I think. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I mean that's certainly an issue. Um, and, and remember that all of them include the ability for you to for you to go from line to line if you choose. Ah. Okay. So they so I, they they don't require you to use all five to move all five lines at the same time. Okay, well that's interesting. I no one I had not heard that. That's interesting because I really think this is a nice concept, especially for those of us who spend hours and hours reading books and um, or or proofreading documents. I yeah. think that's yeah. a place where a multi-line braille display would come in really handy because I am much better at editing or proofreading when I've got something in front of me that I can touch rather than relying on a phone to to read it out loud to me. Yeah. I- and sometimes Sometimes, frankly, I get tired of things yakking at me, and I would really like to have more things work yeah. with Braille access. Yeah, I think the, the the real question is is whether is is whether a multi line Braille display adds enough um, yeah. to, to 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 make it worth the extra expense that you're going to end up yeah. having to pay in order to expense get it. Expense and real estate, right? And exactly. Real estate, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure if it's if it's reached that point yet, but I think it will. Well, um, at least I hope maybe, it will. Maybe I yeah. I shall I shall remain curmudgeonly with my dimo tape. Miss <laughs> 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 Miss Melanie, thank you for your call. 
<laughs> Certainly. Happy Valentine's. Yes, exactly. Same to you, Miss Marianne. We have Dawn. Hey, Dawn. And you can speak, Dawn. Okay, so um, I've got a couple things to say. First of all, I don't know if I would want to purchase these multi-line braille displays, and I'll tell you why. Because I, from what I have heard, I think they would be good for anybody. So if you're a student, if you're in school, if you have to, or if you're in a job that uses a lot of graphics or anything like that, if you're in any place that uses a lot of that stuff, then I would say, yeah, that is what this display is good for. However, well, yes and the, no. It's not very it's not very up. portable if you're in school. That's what See. I was gonna say too, because that's why I wouldn't buy it. Because I read Braille from the time I get up to the time I go to bed, and I've Ta-da. been in Braille since I was six months old. And one of the things yeah. that I do, I take my Braille display with me everywhere I go. Exactly. And I have a 40 cell because that's what I use. And I, I cannot see the point or a way to easily carry around something that has eight lines of, that has eight display lines on it. That's yeah, not, I, that's not feasible. <laughs> not I to hear me. you. And, no, I don't. You know, these need to get way smaller before I even think about saying, I'm probably going to purchase one. I, I'm going to be like you and stick with my, and stick with my brilliant stubbornly. Yep. Yep. And yep. the thing that I'm going to say too. There's a new standard that APH is working on. It's called EBRF, Electronic Braille Ready File. And um, there is an email list. Um, I know Jonathan Mosen covered a covered some of it in an episode of Mosen at Large at some point last right. year. So um, that is the standard. I'm kind of interested to see because how are we going to get it as consumers? How are we going to see any benefit if we don't have a multi-line braille display and we either can't or won't get one because yes, I don't want one. And well, yeah, you know, so I, I'm I mean, interested been, in that. It's been one of the, it's been one of the issues that, um, that, that I think uh, we need to be talking to um, uh, the, the North America to, to Bana about, because yeah. in, in my opinion, um, while they, they did quite a while ago work on some standards for electronic Braille displays, um, I, think they, I, I, I think there's more that can be done and there's more that needs to be done, particularly since we're likely to have a whole bunch of Braille displays um, going out once the NLS system comes into place so and i would like to see here. some standards developed yep. and it has here um at least i think it's come into place in a lot of states here is one of them um, right. i know several states have had i know several states have had e-readers they've started doing e-reader yep. um yep. saturation yeah so where are you miss dawn i am in ohio so we have Excellent. yeah we have that so they have started doing that um i know um i think I, I know there's some states that are kind of doing it better than others, but, um, and the thing is too, there's two different types of e-readers. There's the Zoomax and then there's the humanware e-reader. So I, I don't know that that's a good idea because I feel like you, one, I feel like everybody should just be under one, um, one umbrella. And I think it would be a heck of a lot easier to make tutorials and other things because there's something I'm running into and I'm seeing a lot of on calls 
how do I use this e-reader? And nobody's teaching me, nobody's teaching how to use it and everything else that they just, there's not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of support. And I contacted my library about an issue and even they were kind of learning as I was, as I was too. And that, Mm -hmm. that frankly, that scares me. And I don't want to say that disappoints me, but in a sense that kind of does, because you would think that they would have a lot more training on how to use these devices. I really think there we need to step up and have some yeah. more training and resources the, for people. I think the biggest problem, Dawn, and and and, and I, uh, I I hesitate to make to, to make it, but I think it's accurate. Is what NLS is asking these libraries to do is something that many of them are not quite comfortable doing, and that is essentially developing a whole new department to handle a device that they weren't supposed to be handling at all. And um, I, I think that it, it is taking some adjustment for them to get to the place where their folks are comfortable answering questions. I think NLS has done the right thing um, in terms of creating a second level of response that your libraries have the opportunity to refer questions they can't handle too. Um, but it's still a learning curve. And I think, I think it'll get better as time goes on. I hope so. Because I, I mean, I, I know that every, I know everybody kind of goes through an adjustment period, but it, but it really saddens me as a braille reader when I have a product and then I'm calling and then there's people that don't know a whole lot about a product. I, yep. I get that everybody goes through adjustment periods, but I really hope, I hope that that's all this is and an, is yep. an adjustment period. Yep. Miss Dawn, thank you for your call. Welcome. Excellent. Miss Marriott. Oh, Diane Harms. Hey, Diane. Hello. Happy Valentine's Hi. Day to everybody. Everybody. Thank you. Um, there. I have a Hable One and <clears throat> I like it. And mm-hmm. I got it in late August and we tra- you know, charged it, got it battery to full capacity. Have not had to recharge it yet, and I use it quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, the company I called them because a couple of the commands uh, weren't working and it said, Oh, you probably have old um you know manual, so they sent me the new um, parts to it and the new, you know, the part of the new manual. And um, they're just, they're very responsive. They're a really good company. Um, you know, you, you ask a question, they answer it right away. You don't have to wait two or three days or a week. Yep. Um, and a really neat thing about it, it, it's very small, as you say, and it's, it's easy to get used to. It's, it's um, a little bit of an adjustment to get used to holding it in the air. It is. But once you do, it's I, I found it really easy. And they have you know some neat commands. You uh, and you don't have to get change the rotor all the time on the phone. You can, you know, do the commands and like for select yep. all and yep. then you just backspace and it's gone. So yep. uh, I like it. I and another yeah. neat thing is when you're out in public and you need to enter your phone's password, you can do it with that. So not everybody has to hear your password. You don't have to put in you know um your headphones or anything you just you can type it in and nobody will know what it is because they'll just hear the clicking of it but they won't hear the numbers or the letters or whatever you're 
and 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 they wouldn't be able to see it even if they they wouldn't be able to figure it out even if they could see your hands so that's very cool and you're right it's It's a it's a very good point uh do you have you found any drawbacks to the hable one i haven't um not that i can think of offhand Mm-hmm. Now, probably when we get off the call, I'll, I'll think of some. But... You'll think of something, yeah. yeah, yeah so but... I'm curious. You, you and Paul have discussed about how you kind of you can't set it down on a surface to use it. You have to hold it in your hands. And I want to make sure that the the people out there understand what we're talking about. It's not like you hold it in one hand and use it with the other. Mm-hmm. You are squeezing it um, with your fingers on one side of it one surface and your thumbs on the back side of it to hold it in place yes in your double-handed grip yes and and as a result you're not tapping keys you're squeezing keys because you got to have a grip on it (laughs) while you're doing whatever braille activity you're doing how is your speed worked out on it i i see the joys of being able to do some things like you were just describing, select all and delete kind of thing. But how is your speed at doing Braille with it? I think it's pretty fast. Um, and it's really fast when I want to uh, go, let's say, you know, you're going across your phone. So you're going through all your icons and you want to get to right. something or you're on the Internet. I think that's pretty fast. You know, if you're going on the Internet. And you. Um, so I think it's pretty fast. Uh, hadn't really thought so, about that. But. So, so my answer, Brian, is is it's certainly it's certainly faster than I could type um, using um, using uh, using the, the, the typical the iPhone keyboard. It it is not. It's not necessarily any faster than using Braille screen input, uh, to, really, with either method. The, the the difference, though, is I have never gotten to the point where where my accuracy using that device is is good enough that I don't end up spending more time correcting my mistakes. And that that's that's a Paul issue. It's it's not an issue for keyboard input. So the answer is for me, it is. It is faster than any of the other three methods I just described. Yeah, on the um, I'm getting faster on the uh, iPhone keyboard, you know, and my iPad right. keyboard, um, right? Because I can picture now where the the how the keys are arranged. That's you know? that's correct, once, and it once helps. You do it, yeah, yep. and uh-huh. then so I'm getting pretty fast with it, and uh, yeah, you have to be careful on. The, well, with anything you're typing in braille, you got to be careful with your you errors do. and that type of thing. You but do. I like it. Yep. Thanks for your well, call, I sir. A, I have a question. Yes. Oh, Go okay. ahead, Marianne. D- does yep. the does the device come with a braille keyboard stroke um, compendium? Um, no, I th- no, I downloaded uh, the I downloaded it from the internet. My okay. my manual. Right. Okay. And I I downloaded two different versions of the manual, but it looks like I have to download another one from what this gentleman is telling us. Uh, actually, I'm a woman. Because, I'm Diane. I'm a woman. Oh, Diane. I'm sorry. That's all um, right. Um, 
Yeah, but I, so I'm probably going to have to download an, a, a, another version of the manual. But when did you if, download your last one? Um, July. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Um, and I don't know. Probably maybe on their website they have a updated version. What happened yeah. was they just sent me uh, the the parts I was talking about, and mm-hmm. you know the updates. Um, but but uh, the one thing that I don't love um about the product is there is certainly the initial manuals that i got um i i found that they were a little difficult to find things in um and and their approach uh, i i don't know i didn't love it because their their approach and and diane feel free to comment if you want after i'm done and, and i won't be more than 30 seconds their approach is to essentially divide each of the elements that they're talking about into three sections um, one section is a beginner section, and that's essentially this is the bare minimum you need to learn in order to use this feature. Um, the second level is kind of uh, advanced, um, and we're going to teach you a lot more commands so that you can do things a lot more quickly. And then the third element that they teach is the expert section, where 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 they give you the rest of the commands in that little area. Which which in, enable you to do to do really well. I, I don't do well with that kind of graded sort of manual system. I would be much happier if if they would just give me all the commands without dividing them out. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that would be better. Um, once I learned how those three sections were organized, then it was easier for me to um, right find things but when i first started yeah it was slow because now where is this oh it's not in here now so yeah yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. so is this is this manual a tutorial style manual or a reference style manual it it seems to be a tutorial style manual and there there are two manuals but i didn't think the reference was very much more referency than than it was tutorial either so i i i I think it's the one area where I was a little disappointed. I've always been a believer that a good manual has two sections, reference in the back and tutorial for the bulk of it. Yep. Um, I agree. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Miss Diane, thank you so much for your call. One more question. How big are those, the uh, multi line braille displays? They must be pretty big, aren't they? They they are they're not as big as you'd expect them to be. Um, I'm trying to think. Certainly, I would say I would say some of them, particularly the 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 Orbit Reader ones, aren't a lot bigger than an iPad. Would you agree with that, Brian? Yes. Yeah, they're not a I lot would, bigger than an iPad. They oh, okay. they are somewhat thicker. Yes significantly thicker than an ipad and i yeah. think thicker than your standard one-line braille display case i i would agree with that yeah. too there's more electronics in there to make that all come together uh mm-hmm. you remember when the first refreshable braille displays <laughs> were out there that we were told you couldn't do a multi-line because of the nature of the uh, piezoelectric system that yes. was pushing the dots up yeah, and now that that is not the means for raising dots, 
you can put dots closer to closer together. But it's still a hell of a lot of electronics making all of that happen. It is. Diane, again, thanks. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Bye now. Miss Marianne? Bye. Anisio again. Mr. Correa. Well, uh, a lot of it, a lot of it has already been said because I wanted to bring up the, the the braille displays, not so much the multi-line, but the fact that we have so many choices now and the prices. We do. Down, it's just wonderful. I mean, I, you know, I'm here using my Mantis with my computer and using my Brilliant 20 with my phone. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. But I have, I have, Go ahead. What I was going to say is, and what we should talk about with really both the Mantis and the, uh, well, and we'll talk about a little bit more about what they are, but the the Brilliant 20 is a a 20-character Braille display. And it's, again, another hybrid device that has um, built-in Wi-Fi, has access to um, BARD, to Bookshare, uh, Mm -hmm. and to Newsline. but doesn't have um, access to emails. It does have, it does have a calculator. And I, th- I does it have a calendar or not? Any so I can't remember. I don't think so. No. 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 So, but it, but it, it. That's what we mean again by a hybrid. In this case, we're talking about a device that can do some things, but other things that were traditionally available as part of a note taker, it can't do. So it's kind of a hybrid between a braille display and a note taker. And of course your Mantis is a, a 40 character display in is that right? Yeah. 40 characters with a 40 keyboard. Yeah. And that's the point. And it does not have a braille keyboard. It has a regular computer keyboard, but one that works apparently really well. I have not spoken to anyone who doesn't love their Mantis. Yeah, no, it it works really well. Um, yep. And so when you when you you say it's a hybrid, which is correct, the brilliant, it does not yep. have email, but it's the 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 expectation that you will use it connected either with your phone or with your computer to do email right. notes. And 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 you're absolutely correct. Um, and and it's a point that we should that we should have made. <clears throat> but if we if, if you have a Braille display that has nothing else but a Braille display that can, in fact, connect to your phone, you you can actually do virtually everything um, that you can, even with a hybrid device, um, use, using your phone because there, there's built-in abilities to do that. But you're absolutely right. Um, so even the e-readers that we were talking about earlier, and I'll shut up in a second, Anisio, but even the e-readers that we were talking about earlier, if you connect them to your iPhone, they can work as note takers. Right, right. I mean, the, the thing I love my brilliant the most. I don't take a lot of notes, although I yeah, I take notes with them with it in the, you know on a standalone note note right uh, note feature. But what I really really love is to sit down having my coffee and going through Newsline and reading the you know the paper. Yep. Local. New York Times, it's just it the the freedom it gives you is just unbelievable. I just uh, it, it's amazing, isn't it? It reminds me of uh you know, it reminds me of the feeling that I, I got. I'm gonna show my age now, but when probably 
almost 20 years ago, because I think it was 2006, I bought a, Brian will remember this, and you too, Paul, uh, the, the Maestro from Humanware. Maestro. With, yep. Yeah, Maestro, yep. Maestro with a, with a tracker. And uh, this one, I moved to Atlanta, and I was so amazed to use the GPS and then the Maestro to take notes. And, to, and, and the other thing, too, was it gave you access to Newsline, which was, was, was all uh, was amazing. Yep. I remember um, 25 or 30 years ago, the very first time that I got uh, online onto a bulletin board that had newspapers available. Yeah. It was the first time in my life, and I was, what, 40 years old? Was it the first time in, in my life that I'd ever read a newspaper. Was it on CompuServe, yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah, Comp, CompuServe or, or, or Genie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but the, 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 one, the two things quickly that I wanted to mention. One is it, the, the blind shell. The blind shell, it, the latest one is the classic two. There's no three yet. There is no three. Thank you. The, and the other thing I wanted, I wanted to ask Brian is about the, the show. What is the advantage for you, since I know you you, you see as much as I do? Uh, <laughs> or as little? <laughs> yeah. What's the advantage of the show versus just the, uh, the standalone echo that I have that talks to me? And, There's the two camera. or three things. There are two or three things. One is that because the show can follow you and that the spinning mechanism is not just moving the screen, but rotating the speaker as well, that the audio follows me in mm -hmm. my space. Uh, there's no such thing as kind of the sweet spot for audio. Mm -hmm. It is also continuously mapping the space you're in to adjust the audio. The speaker is really, if I could buy the speaker without the screen, mm -hmm. uh, with its capability, I'd, I'd be in love with that. But I also live in what I call um, a two-system household. Two of the four people who live here are sighted. Mm -hmm. And um, they're not as agile with audio output exclusively. Right. And right. so by using these devices, they're more involved in using them effectively. Right. Uh, but I wonder if, you know, what you mentioned with the show, when you ask a question and she gives you mm -hmm. half an answer and then you have to use voice view, mm -hmm. if there's a camera, and that's one of the things I noticed with... Oh, uh, there is a camera. No, no, if, oh, if absolutely. you without a camera, there's no... She has to tell you the whole thing, you know what I mean? And that's what I... The difference I see between the... Um, sure, but... But, but, she, but she doesn't. Uh, I don't think... I don't think we could walk up to um, to our devices, and you can try it afterwards, Anisio, and say, "Give me some uh, recipes for fried chicken." I did it a while ago. Actually. Yeah, you can. Well, I was on mute. Okay, I got that. I got this. Okay, thing. absolutely, absolutely, you can yeah. do that. The, yeah. you know, like with any device, there's a learning curve, mm -hmm. and most people who get these smart speakers do what they what their imaginations allow yeah. them to do yeah. and yeah. their willingness to train it and yourself to meet somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got lights in my house that turn on and off using the device and have routines built in 
so that if I say certain things to it, it will do like a macro of things through my home. Turn on the music, turn on the lights, lock the door, you know, all with one one command. Uh, and, you know, that, that's terrific. The, when dealing with things like recipes and the like, um, I find that with, with it saying things like, um, let me know if you want to hear the list of ingredients or step-by-step instructions, right? Um, I find that thinking in those ways are simply not the way I function in the kitchen, <laughs> to right, be honest right. with you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so having now, the recipe up on the screen and being able to move from spot to spot with your finger is that, um, is is a better advantage. method for you. I think it's yeah. an advantage for me. Yeah. Now, again, yeah. I'm a very spatial person, too. You know, uh, when I learned to use computers and when I teach people to use uh, computer-like devices, I frequently say, all right, so let me lay out how this screen is laid out for you because it was written without blind people in mind yep. but it's logic the layout is logical in a visual way so right. you'll find it easier to do things and to transfer the knowledge you learned about this thing to other things if you realize that there's a title bar at the top and there's a uh, other things you know it's set of tabs at the, the bottom, bottom and yeah, all those kinds of things do help you organize your thoughts, that spatial part. But I, in in the 34 years I worked with technology and, and blind people and teaching them, uh, the fact of the matter is that a combination of how much training the system will provide you, yeah. I'm talking about the blindness system, and how people have learned uh, means that two out of three times I had to revert to step-by-step training rather than concept training. Anisio, the other thing we could probably say, or we should probably say about this whole tracking process, um, is that I I guess with the Show 10, you can get into Zoom calls and move around in your space and the camera will actually keep focused on you. Right. Uh, Correct. That's a good thing. It's probably does yeah. a better job of keep keeping track of you than you would keep track of it. Oh, I think it does. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. Is that a no? I haven't. I yeah, I haven't it. made it do all of its tricks yet. Right. It's a Christmas present, hmm. and that wasn't all that long ago. <laughs> um, and there are some setup components of it that I haven't fully. Uh, set up at at this point so it might in fact make it even more valuable for me Mm -hmm. people buy things and they say well it's talking well you know there's this step called setting it up and that's more than plugging (laughs) it in and connecting it to the net kind of thing right so doesn't it also have some kind of a feature i remember hearing it that being demonstrated way back where had some kind of a seeing AI like feature that would identify an ob- uh, 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 yes. yes, 
Yeah, yes. and, and, and there's also a built-in color identifier unless they've taken it away. Mm-hmm. I've not used that before, but yes, you can hold uh, an object in front of it about 12 inches away and really centered on the top edge of the device, which is where the camera is, and uh, give it a, a the magic command, and it will direct you to get it in view if it's having trouble, makes a noise while it's processing it, and then tells you what the object is. Um, and then it adds to not just what the object is, but other information about that if it is a product. Mm-hmm. So you may only see that it's Campbell's cream of mushroom soup in what you're showing it, but it also knows the other information on that can. It's just absolutely amazing. We have all these choices. Thank you, Paul. Thank you're you welcome. For- Take care now. Good yep. to hear from you again. Yep. Thank we you, Miss Beth. Yep. Beth. Hey, Beth. Perhaps from New Mexico. Yes. That is who it is. Yeah, I'm wondering, do you know anything about the Braille Me? Yes. Um, and three why things. do you know about it, Paul? Uh, well, I have one, or had one. Exactly. Had one. <clears throat> so there's, there's three things that, that you probably need to know, Miss Beth. Uh, one is supply chain issues have really hit the Braille me very hard. Um, That's what I hear. Number two, uh, the National Braille Press, which had been uh, one of the primary places in this country where you could get the device, um, is no longer selling them. Um, and number three, I don't know, though Brian may, um, where one would order one in this country at this point. Do you know, Brian? Well, go ahead. I Beth, had a chance to, to buy a used one for, yeah, I, I had a chance to buy a used one for 200. Yep. Well, I think it's, I, I think was, it's w- worth doing as long as you recognize that <laughs> if something goes wrong with it, it's going to be very hard to fix. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's one thing she did tell me. Yeah, moving. And she parts, said you, you had know, to wait to. She said yep. you had to send away to India for the battery or something. <clears throat> well, th- I think that's what we'll, one would have to do now. Um, but um, you know, I I I don't have my Braille me at the moment. Um, though I. That's a I shame hope I'll that they're not back. making them no more. Oh, I think they are. They're just not available in this country. They're concentrating on India, which is a huge market for them. Why, why aren't they not available? Because I don't need something with a big, great big file thing and all that, mm-hmm. you know, for just a beginner. You know what I mean? I... Well, the, the, Orbit, the Orbit Reader 20+, plus is is almost the same price as the, as the braille me and, and and it's it's going to remain available so you know if you want to if you want to think about a, a braille display at that level that's what i'd be thinking about if i were you miss beth and do you um, agree do you agree brian yes long long term absolutely the fact yeah. that you got one of these 
for $200, uh, I would certainly take advantage of that. Assuming that all the dots are doing what the dots are supposed to do, that there's nothing broken about the device. Uh, right. And, know, $200 uh, is a good I'm buy. I'm just wondering. Yeah, it is. And um, I'm just wondering, is there a setting on some of those that uh, that you could change the settings to um, from UEB to EBAE? Yes. Oh, Absolutely. all right. Really? Yeah. Because I know I'm not a fan of UEB. <laughs> Miss Beth, thank well, you for your call. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then, now. oh, I'd also, I'd also like to, I think there's um, two other phones that can give the blind shell kind of competition is the... Uh, the little mini vision two and the smart vision three, the smart vision three is supposed to be made for like partially sighted people, but they say that blind people can use it too. And then the little mini vision two is um, kind of comparable to the blind shell. What do you guys yeah. know about those? There, there is, there is a, there's a third phone as well. That's out there. Um, and probably down the road we'll do a program on all on on all three of the 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 shell type phones or the push button type phones. So, thanks for your suggestion, Miss Beth. Okay. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. You stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we have Sharon with her. And happy raised. Valentine's Day. <laughs> thank you. Yes, you too. Sharon, there's a Sharon. Do, 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 do. Hold on. All right, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay, very good. I thought I, I'm always confused about whether the host is going to unmute me or I do it. I have a constant confusion to me. Um, anyway, well, first of all, regarding um, what Beth was just talking about, um, I was an Orbit 20 reader or, or user, and I switch to an orbit 40 and it's so much more stable yep. um and and it has the cursor tracking on it and if you can if you can afford it it's definitely <coughs> a better product i think and it's um, about 1250 is that right yeah it, i don't remember now to be honest with you i think that's about right yeah yeah and i did have to have um i did have to have it repaired once um a, the a dot you know, just, dis you know, I couldn't get it to express, right. mm -hmm. even though I tried it, you know, at home, but they were very quick. Uh, and I, of course, saved my 20s. So I had to use it temporarily with the SD card <laughs> and that, get, that got me through. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say is to my great surprise, um, I like the Hable and I thought I would have liked the Orbit Writer because uh, I'm not good in space. And you know you set that down on the surface, but yes. I didn't like I didn't like the Orbit Writer. But after I got a little used to the Hable, now I'm I'm definitely a beginner. Um, I found it find it quite intuitive and um, so easy to carry that it, it just totally surprised me. So yeah. that was just my take as somebody who has other things with blindness. You know, yeah. like I would be a good 
blind shell person, except that I already have the iPhone now. But if I if I could get put all the apps on the blind shell that I have on the iPhone, I would do it. But that's not possible, and probably never will be. Um, I, I don't think they're going to have the capacity that iPhones have anyway. No. So oh, you think it, just memory wise? You think? Yeah. So even yeah. if you could, even if you could put the apps on there, and I think we're getting closer and closer to that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there are there are more and more things that are becoming available on the blind show um, that that I didn't think were going to be there as quickly as they have have mm-hmm. gotten there. Um, but it, it's I think it's the the amount of space that's going to be more of an issue, at least for me. Okay, Zoom I understand is on there now. Um, it is, but I I wonder about things like Uber and uh, you know other. Um, Oh, music apps and, you know, all different kind of mainstream stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Because one thing that they've been is very particular that they're totally accessible, which I really appreciate. Um, right. And I, if there's anyone in the audience listening who is a blind show user, um, I'm, we're having our third Thursday presentation at the Bay State Council of Blind this Thursday on the blind show. So I'd appreciate hearing here from any happy users and it, especially if you have used an iPhone and gone gone to the shell, I, I really would be interested in hearing that. If anybody is in that space, thank you. Very good. We don't have a lot of time, Ms. Sharon, but we'll see. Do yeah, we have I any we'll hands, Ms. Marianne? Ralph has his hand raised. Mr. Ralph. Yeah, another question about the blind shell. You know, we're talking about possible apps coming down the road. Yep. Uh, would they be the Apple or Android apps, or would they intermingle, or what? That they are special blind shell apps um, that that they develop rather than being either. Ah, okay. um, I and I don't. Um, there, there. Pro- Anisio could probably have answered this question. I, I can. Um, I can. Uh, I unmuted. Um, so Anisio, is yeah. it a is it a an Android device or is it a it is an Android device, right? Uh, and there is a, a Google Store that is, but they that is uh, adapt, uh, meaning that so right. the, the only apps they put in the Google Store that the blind shell accesses are those that are accessible. Uh, so right. Okay. Um, but Sharon, I mean, I know Sharon from the. I think it's the same Sharon I know from uh, AVL. So feel free to. Sure. Time and I'll be glad to talk to her about this. I don't use it; I just teach it, and uh, I, I wouldn't let go of my iPhone myself. But, <laughs> but it, yep. it, it's, it's amazing the stuff he does, and it does have a SD card. I'm not sure exactly what the maximum amount you can have on it. Um, oh, it, it's it's pretty big. It's because it's a micro SD card, so it right. it it it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I've certainly seen seen 128 gig um, mm-hmm. SD cards that size, and and in fact, there are terabyte cards, but they're they're a little more expensive in the micro USB. So, mm-hmm. um, no, thanks for the and info. And then, and then sure. the other the other phone call is the real Sam, right? That the one. Yes, that that's, that's correct. All speech driven. Yeah, that's 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 the one that I need to find more about because I don't know enough about it. And it's gotten all- it's gotten some good reviews. Yeah, I have not heard anything at all about the other one that the other person was talking about. The, right. The, 
Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. You know, someone. Brian, go ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, when I first got involved in smartphone technology, I got a grant at the Carroll Center, and I was able to buy five different phones, all of which had some level of accessibility mm-hmm. to them. At one end of the spectrum was the BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the iPhone was in there. And... Uh, a couple of others that you had to download a screen reader into and you had to buy the screen reader to, yeah. to put on it. God, I remember those. And it, we have come so far, so yeah. far from those days. Uh, our expectations also have risen uh, with all of this development that is going on out there. Uh, and quite honestly, if you're waiting for things to get more settled you will be waiting for a long time yeah the changes are they broke they broke that uh law about doubling every right moore's law x years Mm -hmm. moore's law and now you know things are doubling in uh less than a quarter of the time that the law suggested would happen uh, and, and just before and, we end this, and we're going to we're going to talk more about phones next week, but I wanted to, to to give folks something to think about, and and Brian and I and Anisio will be thinking about it as well. The real question is: um, Is there a large population of blind people um, who will never be comfortable using flat screens and who really want to have a push button phone? Can we substantially increase the number of blind people who can be effective communicating, doing email, doing, um, doing IRA, doing BARD, um, with, with a push button phone, if that's possible? And, and, and I think that's why the shell phone in particular, um, is becoming as popular as it is. And we'll explore next week. How seriously we need to take that, but uh, Brian, if you want to make a quick comment on that, you certainly can. In all honesty, uh, the average age of a blind person is, according to the last statistics I read, seventy plus. The yes. average age. Yes. So the other thing is that uh, more and more of those people who we now call elders, like ourselves, um, while we were immigrants to computers uh we had part of our lives where computers simply weren't part of them that a bigger and bigger portion are people who lost their vision who were tech users before that loss and so that's the group of people i think are uh the most the most quickly growing number among that population in general. And it will play a huge part in whether things that cater to uh, less technical um, people, but not just less technical, but also uh, with less resources to learn to do these things. Yep. Some of us learn from manuals, but most of us cannot. I don't. I. I don't know whether those people would be more attracted to shell phones or not. But I'm hoping Anisio will tell us next week 
So that will be the first of our Tuesday topics. We'll probably piggyback something else onto it, but I'm not sure what that will be yet. So stay tuned tomorrow and you'll find out exactly what the other component of our Tuesday topics will be next week. In the meantime, uh, Marianne, Larry, Rick, Brian, thank you so much for being a part of Tuesday Topics. Without all of you, we wouldn't be nearly as good as we are now. So thank you all very much, and good night.